grace and peace, guys. Welcome to another episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host, K-Dub. I hope you guys enjoy the beat. Hope you guys enjoy the intro. Shout out to Wakanda. <laughs> some of you guys need to hear that. You Some, some of you guys haven't been following me too long, y'all, and y'all don't even know where that song is from. Y'all, y'all don't even know where that beat is from. <laughs> grace and peace, man. Hope you guys are doing well. Big news I want to drop to you guys. Grace and peace to the chat. Grace and peace. Chris, Philip, Travis, Proverbial Life. What's going on, man? Hope y'all are doing well. Like I said, I definitely want to do lives, uh, more lives. And so hopefully you guys will enjoy tonight's show. Thank you guys for tuning in on this Wednesday night. Um, But big news, if you guys can see, I have a pinned chat, pinned uh, message in the chat section. I want you guys to click on that event and register it's free to register um and this monday i will be partnering with logo software yes logo software will be uh demonstrating how to use the software if you're interested in purchasing it and guess what it's a sweet deal so guess what if you haven't spent that christmas money yet if you know or or if those great in-laws you have <laughs> have given you money just wait before you purchase anything because I will be partnering with Logos and presenting a sweet deal, a a good deal. So click on that um, pinned comment and register. It's free to register. doesn't cost you anything. And so hope you will do that. Help me out. Help yourself out. Learn the software. And so I'm looking forward to using Logos. I've never had Logos. This is the first time I had it. By partnering, I was able to have it and... I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited for, for deeper and stu- in-depth studies and, and looking at things like that. I already have it on my phone, so just quickly I can do that. So if you have it, you can use it on your phone, your laptop. I'll save that spill for Monday. But, <laughs> but yeah, so tonight's discussion, as you can see, I want everybody, if they're watching right now, to click that like button so we can have a let the algorithm, algorithms kick in. Who knows? Maybe Marcus Rogers will click on and YouTube and see his name being discussed. And so maybe he'll join us. But tonight's discussion is, is Marcus Rogers a false teacher? Is he a friend? Is he someone we should accept? Is he just genuine, but he's got a little doctrines that he's off about? And, um, you know, uh, those are the questions I want to explore. I think many people know where I'll come from, obviously, just given my perspective knowing where I stand on theological issues. But I think it's one we should address. Let me explain why. Sorry, I just had some Rotel. (laughs) Uh, I think, I believe, we should... um, I, I believe this question should be answered because Marcus Rogers has a huge platform. You go to his YouTube channel, I think he has over 600,000 subscribers. Marcus Rogers has many troubling doctrines as i'm going to show tonight grace and peace to those who is your first time here make sure you subscribe stick around you know take your shoes off kick kick relax it's gonna be a good time tonight (laughs) i I need some i need like some you know some ginger ale or something you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah to those i know some i see some people talking about logos so yeah subscribe to the channel um click that pinned comment i have register to the event subscribe to the channel and look forward to monday seeing you there 
talking about Lagos. So yeah, um, back to Marcus Rogers. Um, he has a huge following. He said many uh, tr- problematic things. Uh, and Jemaniel, this is one of the things I'm going to talk about. I'm going to discuss one of his prophecies that absolutely did not come through. You know, and so grace and peace word assassin for the troop uh super chat man god bless you brother god bless you man who's roger so someone's asked who's roger's pastor who who is his master who has taught him great question I, I, from what i understand um he's his, he's kind of a own self-proclaimed pastor and i'm not go- and and guys on my channel we just want to stick to the theological issues nothing personal against him i'm not going to bring up personal issues um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make it about this. Let's, let's deal with the theology first. Okay. And so I think a lot of people who watch my channel kind of feel the same way I do about these things. And so without further ado, guys, let's get into some stuff. Okay. Let's, uh, uh, Jay Manuel already discussed one of the first things I want to discuss about Marcus Rogers has, um, made prophecies that have clearly not come true. And guess what? Like anyone who makes false prophecies or prophecies that don't come true, uh, you know, one and the same thing. A lot of the, a lot of times they backtrack. Well, I didn't really mean it like that. Or, well, I never said God told me that. Or we're going to see uh, or or some something to the effect. Sometimes people will even go as far as to say, well, God changed his mind. Uh, people will say things like, uh, well, it, that was what God intended, but man kind (laughs) of messed that up you know there are all sorts of you know i i I came out of the word of faith charismatic kind of movement and so i've heard many of those things i've heard many of those reasons for why you didn't get that car they prophesied that you would have well you wasn't given enough (laughs) uh why didn't you get that woman that you know you wasn't praying you wasn't sowing that seed brother (laughs) Like I said, I I know it all. I can regurgitate it all because I was in it, uh, you know. So I know the typical answers given to why these prophecies and they're prophet lying on God, you know. And so let's 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 deal with this first issue, okay? And we're gonna get we're gonna uh, we're gonna get to this uh, metamorphosis. We're gonna get to this as well, but I want to. Establish that there is a false prophecy, and then we're going to get to that. I appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, getting to that. <clears throat> Someone said uh, he deleted videos of him saying his Trump prophecy. Then afterwards, challenged black people to go find a video where he said, "Okay, well, yes, he does say that." And guess what? We got the receipts right here. <laughs> we got the receipts. Let's get it. I like to have a record. And if anybody checks the record of the things that I've said that God has told me, that God has told me up to this point. And notice right there, he says it. There are things that God is telling him. And, and there's going to be a reason. You're going to see why I keep, I'm pressing this point. He's saying God is telling him right right there, right? Hey, give me a one in the chat if you heard it. Because I'm, I'm not project what I want, what I don't want to do is project onto him something he's not saying. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There's receipts. 
so 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 you guys heard it he said god god is hold on let's let me go back because you guys know how i like to do it here i i I like to be gracious i don't want to be called mean-spirited or heresy hunter or 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 being accused of uh you know um causing division i I don't want to be that i don't i don't want to be that guy so here oh oh and shout out to dre day for christ a lot of the credit goes to him. I, I tried to get him on. I wanted to get him on. I definitely want to do some work with him. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you subscribe to Dre Day for Christ because a lot of the content comes from here. So so I'm hearing other people are hearing the same thing I'm hearing <laughs> that um, God told him. Let's 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 guys, let's <clears throat> let me put on my gracious voice because, you know, sometimes when you yell a little loud, people take that as, you know being divisive or mean you know so i gotta let me right now i gotta talk like this because i don't want to be i don't want to be perceived as being divisive you know this is my gracious kind spirited uh voice proverbial life said he'll be the uh you know he'll be the mean guy he'll be the heresy hunter but but right now i'm going to be the the kind loving uh, gentle spirit christian okay I hope that's okay for you guys right now. Just for right now. Just till we hear the accusation, okay? Is that is is that okay with you guys? So I I hope so. So let's play this again. Record. And if anybody checks the record of the things that I've said that God has told me, that God is So God is telling him these things, right? I, I I'm trying to be very kind, okay? So <clears throat> very kind, okay? God is telling him these things. Okay? That, that's what he said. That, matter of fact, there's multiple things God has told him directly. Here's a question. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to let me let me shake that off. Hold on. <laughs> Woo! Heresy Hunter back. <laughs> of all the things that God is telling them, why why should I always ask the question, why should we not add these things to scripture? Like, am I obligated to obey what God is telling you? Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's very, um, troubling, uh, things when people go to the, um, God told me, well, should I add it in scripture? Am I obligated to obey what God is telling you? You can kind of (laughs) see, um, where people are coming from, from this, uh, (laughs) that's the voice I use when you're on your phone at work. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So let's continue. So he's made it very clear. God is telling him these things. Okay, let's let's continue. Told me up to this point, and I say this in humility, I have not missed it. If Donald Trump doesn't uh, get this second term, Mm -hmm. then, man, yes, I missed it. Okay, so he says if Donald Trump and we're speaking past because we we know what happens. (laughs) We it's very clear at this point. If Donald Trump does not win the presidency does he does he not become president he missed it marcus rogers allow me to go a little further than that not only have you missed it you are now in the category of a false prophet biblically speaking let me go to a text um deuteronomy 18 verses 20 to 22 okay let me see what's going on over here. It's... Okay. <laughs> I, 
Hey, proverbial life, you said it, not me. <laughs> but let me quote the text, okay? Because if you missed it, this is what should happen. This is, uh, you know, <clears throat> in, anyways. Deuteronomy 18, 20, 22 says, But the prophet who presumes, notice that, this, <laughs> this, this prophet is presumptuous in speaking in God's behalf. They presume to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak. Mm. Or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. So biblically, old covenantally, false prophets were to be stoned as uh, proverbial life mentioned. Notice this. And if you say in your heart, how may we know that the word that the. How, sorry, let me start over right there. How may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? So guess what? If you want to know if it's from God, here's the test. Ultimately, <laughs> when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. I love that. I love that addition. So here's what we can say. We need not be afraid of Marcus Rogers. Uh, Montana asks, how would you respond to an open theist prophet? It, it, I mean, it seems like a zero accountability. So so here's the thing. Because uh, a open theist would say, yeah, God misses it sometimes. But according to that text, I would say he cannot. God cannot miss it because that's the that's the actual very definition of a prophet. If the word of the Lord comes true. You know, and so. Guess what? Marcus Rogers on this account is a false teacher. Let's 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 continue to hear his reasoning. And guys, if you're watching, make sure you like this video. You know, let's 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 because this needs to be discussed. Is Ruslan a good channel to follow? I'll let my man proverbial life answer that. <laughs> I, <clears throat> Michelle, let me let me let me answer to you. I'll, I do not believe so. And we will see further why in part because I have like four uh, like two minute clips. And he's one of the people that um, <clears throat> I will be discussing as well. Because uh, all this all this talk of unity, these guys want all this unity with false brethren. So let's 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 play. So 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 we've established that he has said God told him this. But clearly he's wrong. So we know that was presumptuous that the Lord did not really tell him that. Right. We know that for certain. Now. You look at the things that I've been saying. Nobody can find the video where I, you know I'm, I was saying something, True. And, and it hasn't happened. You know, <laughs> boy, six months will do a. <laughs> I mean, time is probably the greatest enemy of of false teachers. Time is probably the greatest enemy of the false teacher. <laughs> no one can show you, <laughs> bro. I can literally play this clip back to you because this is actually pretty interesting that you would say this. In the light of saying God told you Trump was going to win presidency, it, very interesting. Because I'm I'm real real careful with that. So when you you're not very careful, because <laughs> the Lord didn't tell you this, so you weren't very careful. And and what does a prophet have to be careful about if the Lord told him? 
if the Lord tells you, what, what's there to be careful like? I, I, I don't even get that language. <laughs> yes, uh, this statement did not age well. <laughs> like cheese, you know what I mean? Like, you let, he left this cheese out in the open. God told you, number one, you better be sure that God told you. Right. Amen. You better be right. You better be right. I'm going to deal with you. Right. God is going to deal with all these people who've been lying on him. And they- That's right. That's right. He is. It's almost as if, uh, you know, false teachers are not self-aware. That they're, that they're not very self-aware of the things they're saying. I remember one time being in a church. <laughs> this is when I first became a Christian and I started questioning some of the doctrines. I was in a word of faith church and I was 20 years old, guys. <laughs> and I started to to question some of the word of faith doctrines. And they sent this guy in to pretty much say, God's going to, you know, the, the story of uh, what what is it? Uh, I think Elijah, where the, the false prophets the, were, were swallowed up by the ground. And that, you know, he sent him in to pretty much warn people like me who are questioning the doctrine. But, you know, the text is really talking about those who are, uh, you know, embracing idolatry and, and embodying false teachings, which funny enough, I was the one questioning their false teaching. That's why I'm like, false teachers really aren't self-aware, you know? It, no, it wasn't an emergent church. It was a, it was a, uh, <laughs> word of faith church kind of they try to model themselves to be like the joel osteen church in, in this area but that's another video for another day that i'll have to uh you know discuss uh my 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 past and stuff like that and the bible says they're gonna say lord i did this in your name and i did that in your name he's gonna say depart from me i never knew you bro that's you <laughs> that is you you're the one that put confidence in all your miracles and signs and all these things that's happening that's you that text is speaking about. That's what I'm saying. He's not self-aware. And so I trust that what God told me so strong, even be knowing that scripture and knowing the consequences that I would step out and say, God told me that's. What- so notice he knows, he knows the consequences of getting it wrong and still went out on a limb. I mean, it's not really going on a limb if God told you, but he still went out. And told this false prophecy. <laughs> right. That's you, bruh, bruh. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Bro, this is the text is literally talking about you. But, you know, we're the heresy hunter. So, you know, stay away from people like me. Stay away from people like Proverbial Life. By the way, uh, make sure you subscribe to his channel. But stay away. I'm not endorsing him because, you know, we want unity. We we want unity with uh, the false bread. I mean, the uh, got the, the people of God, you know, so. Yeah. I said nobody can find a video or a post where I said God told me Trump is going to win. <laughs> this dude literally said that in the beginning. All the things God told him, what did he mention? Trump being president. Donald Trump doesn't uh get this second term Mm -hmm. then man yes i missed it bro why do false prophets always want to denigrate scripture 
actually lower God's standard, actually lower the consequences, lower God himself, elevate man all at the same time. Marcus Rogers, it's not that you just missed it. You are a false prophet, biblically speaking, according to Deuteronomy 18, 20 verse 22, if you want the exact reference. This is why you guys won't hear me coming up here saying, God told me that, uh, with, without quoting scripture, <laughs> uh, you won't hear me. God told me, man, you know, this is going to be your best life. God told me that, let, let's pick somebody random in the chat. Hey, uh, Chris Lee, <laughs> God told me, uh, you know, um, that new job you wanted, it's yours. <laughs> Someone gets fired next week, man. You just got <laughs> Imagine that, you know, you know how many uh, prophets have experienced stories like that or kind of from my experience, they're um, they're very general prophecies. And when I, what do I mean by general prophecies? I mean, prophecies that even if I didn't know you, I would more than likely be right about it. Look, let, let's try this again. You know, God is a uh, God is speaking to me right now and. And like, this is me acting. I, I'm. <laughs> please don't isolate this clip. <laughs> you know, God is speaking to me right now. And what he's saying to uh, proverbial life is that, you know, you're going through hard times, you know, but your blessings right around the corner, brother. If you just believe it by faith. <laughs> those those generic prophecies or, you know, you know, you go to, you go up to a woman in college uh, <laughs> right. God told me there are three people in the chat that have a bad day, right? Yeah. Very, very generic. Like, yes, you're probably going to be right. Say what you will about Ruslan's affiliation with Marcus, but he's solid theologically, has some decent content. Definitely go check him out if you're interested. Well, Cole, I will graciously disagree with you. And so I'll keep it at that. I have actually uh, done some content of Ruslan. I do not think he is a uh, solid theologically. I think he's just a content creator, you know, Christian content creator. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll keep it at that. You know. <laughs> Somebody pass the plate. Yes, pass the plate, please. Or let, let me give another one that I heard uh, quite often growing up. You know, you go to a, a female who's been in a lot of relationships and you hit her with this. Now, I know you've been abused in the past. And she's like, how did you know? <laughs> well, he sees you getting passed around by you've been in five different relationships. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's probably best that you probably have been, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> abused in some kind of manner. But 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 again, it's general because it leaves it up to you to interpret what the abuse man is. It spiritual abuse, uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. It doesn't matter. You interpret it. <laughs> Like I said, you got to peep game on these psychological uh, appeals these false teachers will play with people. I've, I've experienced, I've seen it firsthand at a young age. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> I feel in my left toe the spirit is uttering that seven people have not liked this video. I feel it. I'm not going to speak in tongues like I did last time. Someone's going to someone's gonna get me. Uh, let's continue, guys. I said nobody can find a video or a post 
where I said, God told me Trump is going to win. If Donald Trump doesn't uh, get this second term, mm -hmm. then, man, yes, I missed it. Bro, all throughout this video, he said that. I mean, he said, remember, I, I told you guys to put a one in the chat if you heard it. He said God told him. And then he connected that with uh, Trump's presidency. Yeah, that's right. They use that, that soft tone of music. Man, if the Lord didn't have grabbed me, man, I'd be rich. <laughs> you know, it, cause it's, it's not that hard to do. You know, all you have to do is to be somewhat charismatic. You know, you, if you're halfway intelligent, you know, you, you can pill on the people's heartstrings. You know, it's, it's not that hard. You know, I mean, if you were. Yeah, we're going to keep it at that. But <laughs> we got some more. Marcus Rogers is denying this. He's saying, I never, I never, uh, you know, said, <laughs> that's right, 12 to 20, 12, 22 for a fertile anointing. That's right. You know, you, you always got to, you always got to put a, you know, a, some kind of text, man. <laughs> Just go like the, to the highest number of Psalms. <laughs> go to that chapter, you know. And <laughs> All right, let's, 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 let's check this video out. The second election, I never said God told me Trump was going to win. That's why nobody has a video. Now, what I did say is I feel. Okay, so <laughs> notice, remember I told you there's always a shifting. Now he's saying, I never said God told me. I said I feel it, even though we heard him say God told him. Matter of fact, all the things that God are told, telling him. He, he, he did not say I feel that pres uh, President Trump is going to win. Okay, I would accept that. Okay, that's fine. You know, you're looking at the data. You're like, okay, I just feel like Trump will win. You know, he didn't win, but uh, and but regardless of one's uh, thought of the election being stolen, um, regardless, uh, he didn't win. Right? How do you miss when God speaks to you directly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Grace and peace, proverbial life. Yeah, he's lying. He never said, I feel. He said, God told me. Now watch this. Watch watch the connivory. Like he's going to win again. That's what I feel in my spirit. I, and I told people, and I was clear on that. I said, I just feel this is what I think. That's not what he said. He didn't say, I didn't feel, I think. He said, God told me. God told me. That's what he said. Right? No. And so the Lord told me, and so the Lord told me, and so the Lord told me. The second election, I never said God told me Trump was going to win. Clear as day this morning, all right, and you guys can pray about this, and this is what I feel in my spirit. This is what I feel he showed me, and if, and if I'm wrong, I'm praying that God. So notice even here, he, he, he's using language as a um, escape. He can say, well, because he said God told me, but he, but he also said, I feel. So he'll appeal probably to the feel part rather than the told part. But let's continue. Just corrects me and shows me what it is, why I'm missing it. But I've been praying about it and nothing has changed. I still believe that Trump is going to win. And so he showed me that this morning. And so he showed me that this morning. So there we go. God showed me. God showed me. That's what he said. Now, here's what he, here's what Marcus Rogers likes to do. He wants to make a distinction between God telling him something versus God showing him something. 
So the God telling him something, that's that's automatic. It's going to happen. But God showing him something, well, we might miss it. You know, we, we, we kind of can miss God showing us something. Yeah, he's hedging his false prophecy. He's like, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, making sure he, it, it's uh, unfalsifiable, that you can't prove him wrong about it. Or even when if it's wrong, well, I have an escape route right here. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't you didn't see that word I was I really said, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't get me started about the snake video. That was insane. So yeah, he clearly missed it <laughs> to use his language. So they said, well, Trump, Trump didn't win. I still believe that Trump is going to pull this thing out. And yes, I'm saying that. And I know I've gotten so many stones thrown at me. And. He does this a lot. Anybody disagree with him, they, they provide a, a biblical response kind of like this. This video will automatically be called a stone. It'll be called, uh, you know, pharisaical. Um, you, know, the, you know, they're stoning me. They're trying to crucify me. He'll use that language to any kind of disagreement. People have biblical precedent for not believing what you're saying. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just make that clear. It's not stones. Trust me. If it was stones, if you were in the Old Testament, it would be stones. But um, I I have not um, interacted with idolaters, Market Rogers supporters. Um, <laughs> I, I have not. So, yeah. So Young Flav says, what happens if God tells me everything this dude said is wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. God told me. Biden was going to win. God tells you Trump is going to win. First of all, both of those people are fools. <laughs> um, you know, and so. But technically, somebody would be right in those cases. You know, somebody's got to be right. You know, so. But this is why you should not go around saying God told me because it's, it's presumptuous. But either one or two things are going to happen. Either Brother Marcus is just completely crazy and God is not speaking to me. And God. <laughs> you kind of self-aware right here. Yeah, I, I would go with the second one. I mean, I would go to go with this one. Yeah. God is not speaking to me and everything in my life up to this point has been an accident. Our God is speaking to me. Our God is speaking to me. My man had a 50-50 chance on prophecy and still missed it. <laughs> man, how you how you get a 50-50 chance of prophecy and still still miss it? I mean, yo, you're not even good at prophesying, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you crazy, bro. Yeah, man. This So on the fact alone, on the fact alone, uh, Marcus Rogers is a false prophet based on this. And look, I get people want to make the argument that Trump actually is indeed the winner because of, uh, you know, um, you know, the all, all that they stole the election. But Biden is still president, guys. I mean, look, he's the president. Is Marcus Rogers a Trinitarian? No, he is not. And I do plan on getting into some of that material. Marcus Rogers is a oneness. Uh, he's a Unitarian. He's a, he's a modalist. 
in that sense. And, and, and here's here's why I'm doing this, because you have many, many, many Christians who go around saying we need to have unity with Marcus Rogers. Because they see us as some charismatic, popular, uh, professing Christian. And you guys know who I'm talking about. You guys know who I'm talking about. Many of you guys know who I'm talking about. The guys that are calling him brother. The guys that are, you know, um, you know, calling him, you know, saying he's in Christ. They're calling him anointed. Yeah, this isn't the first one. This was just a quick one. This is just a quick, quick one I got. Grace and peace, yo. But let's 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 check this out. Because Marcus Rogers is a very prideful, narcissistic person. I, I don't say that about everybody. But listen to this. You know what's so crazy? <clears throat> Scariest verse in the Bible. People get mad when I say this. It takes more than just believing in God to go to heaven. What do you guys understand that to mean? Um. Yes, I, I did watch the uh, Elephant Room back in the day. <laughs> oh boy, crazy. So Marcus Rogers says, pretty much faith alone, belief alone, won't get you into heaven. I have issues with that statement. I have issues with that statement. Here's why. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me uh, draw something up that I that I produced earlier or type something up or let me present what I typed up earlier. This is what Marcus Rogers is talking about. He has an ideology of faith and works put you in this right standing with God, put you into heaven. You know, so faith alone isn't going to get you into heaven. Marcus Rogers has a very works-based salvation. Um, many people know that he is baptismal regeneration, um, um, you know, etc. So how? So this is Marcus Rogers' soteriology. Yeah, by grace through faith and not of works. What's so hard to understand? Exactly. Let me show you the biblical. Let me show you the biblical uh, understanding of um, of this soteriology. This is the biblical understanding. It is faith alone that makes someone right with God, and that is what produces works. What did James mean in two twenty James two twenty four? Exactly what I'm presenting now. Faith. Is what makes you right with God. And that is what produce the works that someone walks right in. The works don't get you right standing with God. The question I often have is how much works. What's what? what how much works was, must one do to get into heaven? And usually you hear them say they'll like lower. They'll lower the standard. Because I would argue it is perfect righteousness. Thanks be to Christ. His perfect righteousness, that which we put our faith in, is what gets us in heaven. His perfect work, not ours, is what makes us right with God and produces a holy life in which we now walk in. The holy life doesn't get us right with God, but it 
But the faith, Christ's work, which we place our faith in, is what produces a holy life. You get the order wrong, you get the gospel wrong. And that is what Marcus Rogers um, has done wrong. He's, he, he, he has a different gospel because he flips it. He flips it. He flips the gospel. The Bible says the devil's believing. The Bible says that people are going to say, Lord, Lord. So they're acknowledging him as Lord. They're acknowledging you are Lord. And he's going to say, depart from me. I... But it's a false faith. That's the point. It's a false faith because it does not produce work. It has no evidence. Many people confuse evidence of salvation of versus of what saves us. A lot of works-based religions miss it on this point. Cults, Jehovah's Witness, Mormons, you name it, they, they believe in a works-based salvation because they'll, they'll look at the evidence and think that's what actually makes them right with God. That's not what makes you right with God. It's Christ's work alone that is imputed to you by faith. Not your works. Not your works. Never knew you. They're going to say, but we did this in your name. They're going to say, oh man, we. Exactly. The demons don't have saving faith. We, we preached against false prophet Marcus Rogers. I guess he's acknowledging himself as a false prophet. <laughs> But he's saying he what he's trying to say is, and here's what he's going to say. Those who are preaching against me, you don't have the works I do. You're not doing what I'm doing. Sanctification versus justification. Absolutely. Understand the difference. You confuse the two. You conflate the two to mean the same thing. You have a different gospel. Fundamentally, it will produce that. He's going to say, depart from me. I never. And absolutely. I, I, I love this verse. Minister uh, Mallory, I hope to pronounce your name right. I love this verse because Colts can't understand this. <laughs> Joseph Smith didn't understand it. Notice what it says. Romans four five. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who de declares the ungodly righteous, his faith is counted as righteous. The one that does not work. Man, that's that's the the gospel simplified, so to speak. Uh, you know, ultimately, We're, it's not about our working; it's Christ's work on our behalf, Him raising from the dead on our behalf, Him living our, our Him living the perfect life on our behalf. All throughout Scripture, that's mentioned. But cults see all that language and think they have to contribute to it. Knew you. My videos convict a lot of people, right? So, so, so listen to this. This gets actually what I'm talking about. People, people get mad. They see how hard I'm going for the kingdom, and they not. And so, what they try to do instead of saying, "Man, let me go hard for the kingdom," let me critique him. And so that's what I'm doing for the kingdom. But like <laughs> I said, I'll stack up what. And this ain't really trying to boast. It's just facts because I love the Lord, so I go hard for Him. I'll stack up what I'm doing for the kingdom against anybody who talk about me. And I bet you it's not adding up. It's not the same. If you look at what I've been doing, you know, since the beginning. I... Amen to that. Pride. Stack up my works against yours. I bet you it's better. 
That is a prideful statement. That is a prideful statement. <laughs> yeah, oh wow, not both of them, right? I know, two false teachers. Marcus Rogers, you don't you seem to not be self-aware of the issues that really people have against you. It's not because you're doing greater works than us that we're mad or hating or throwing stones. Your theology is heretical. Your theology is heretical. Teaching modalism, denying the Trinity is heretical. Saying one is not saved by faith alone is heretical. You know, um, stack up his works against us. <laughs> yeah, someone says st stack up your works against Christ because that's the standard. That's the standard. Another issue, baptismal regeneration that Marcus Rogers believes in is heretical. Very heretical. Let's 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 see. But we're being told that we should have unity with him. That we shouldn't be the heresy hunter. Quote unquote. You know, yes, that's right. It, 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 the only, it, you know, as, as Shaolin say, <laughs> the only heresy is saying that there's heresy. We don't need to be heretical by, you know, we don't need to call out any heresy unless you're saying that's heresy <laughs> but not only this uh great question what what false teacher do you think is more dangerous marcus rogers or brandon tatum easily marcus rogers reason why i say that is because marcus rogers is really in the church he's active more people probably know about marcus rogers from a a theological standpoint than Brandon Tatum. Brandon Brandon Tatum. Brandon Tatum is primarily a political figure. So that's why I would say, um, you know, Marcus Rogers by far. Yes, like this video, please. I appreciate everyone being here. So yeah, but we're we're being told by some, you know, to unite. Just unite. Um, brother Marcus, um, brother Marcus, if you see this, just know that I love you, brother. I'm your brother. I'm, uh, let's get to know each other. And iron sharpens iron. And brother, and brother, I love you in Christ. In the beginning, the word was with God. Because God is all knowing, he was a, a thought. I love you. So you hear that? Here, let's hear Marcus Rogers' Christology. Christ in the beginning the word was with God because God is all-knowing he was a, a thought so Jesus is a thought and this is how he existed prior to uh, the incarnation that's that's the Marcus Rogers ideology here's where here's where uh, modalism is actually dangerous because it d denies the eternality of the second person of the Trinity Modalism has to deny the second person of the Trinity. You know, and he says in John 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That, he That's just talking about the word being a thought. Jesus was just a thought in the mind of the father. Well, then explain verse three. 
all things were made through him, speaking of the word, and without him was not anything that was made. That's not speaking of a thought. Let me address this comment real quick. I understand what you're saying, but he isn't oneness or workspace. I can see how you calculate it that way, and water baptism is required. On the other note, he's stressing fruit rather than works. Well, <clears throat> he does say water baptism is required. He teaches baptismal regeneration. And I'm literally playing a video where he's saying uh, he is oneness. I'll, I'll even prove that further. He's saying Jesus did not exist in, in, <clears throat> as a person in the way Trinitarians believe prior to the incarnation. That's classic modalism. Yes, modalism ultimately says Jesus is not the creator of all things. How does a thought, verse 3, create all things? The thought wasn't that created. <laughs> it, it was the person. The person and work of Christ is what were created. Thoughts don't have fellowship with another person. An actual person does. Yes, and, and which is to say, Jesus is ultimately not God. Yeah, that's exactly right. He, he denies the deity of Christ. <laughs> yes, are you listening? But Marcus Rogers denies these things. I, I'm not putting words into his mouth. <clears throat> Marcus Rogers denies the Trinity. This is, this is, if you know anything about oneness, Pentecostals, which Marcus Rogers is, if you know anything about modalism, if you know anything about Unitarianism, this is classic modalism language. A, a Christian shouldn't be comfortable saying that. A Christian should not be comfortable saying this. Let, 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 me, let me replay it. In Christ, in the beginning, the word was with God. Because God is all-knowing, he was a, a thought. I love you. A Christian should not be comfortable saying the word is just a thought. Yes, and if you want to, uh, uh, I, I know Montana Viking has a um, a video further documenting his Christo uh, sorry his uh, soteriology, faith, baptism, tongues is necessary for salvation. He denies faith alone and Christ alone. That's absolutely right. So make sure you follow uh, Montana Viking if you want to see that further documented, because he he goes through further through that. Um, so I'm not putting your words in his mouth. Jesus, matter of fact, Jesus declares, let me look this up real quick. John chapter eight, many, many of you guys know where I'm going with this. Oh, that, oh, this is a good point. <laughs> Sad. Every other human was just a thought as well. Yes. So if this is the standard of what it means to be eternal, then everyone's eternal because we all existed in the thought of God, right? So we're like Jesus in that manner, right? See, modalism can't can it can't explain those two those concepts. It it can't distinguish that. It it doesn't have a framework to distinguish it because Jesus is is a thought just in the same way we are of a thought. But uh let's see. Um Jesus claims um where is this at where does he say uh 
yeah, before Abraham, I was, I am, uh, John 8, uh, wait, am I in the right chapter? Well, yeah, so, so the Jews said to him, you're not yet 50 years old and have seen Abraham. Jesus is claiming, claiming to, to be existing <laughs> before his incarnation. How does, and not just as a thought, thoughts aren't, people don't exist as just mere thoughts. Like we, we, it would be improper to say we existed as thoughts in the mind of God. It would be improper to refer to ourselves in that manner as, as actual having ontological existence. It would be improper to say that. So, so yeah. Christ thought. Each person of the Trinity is fully, uniquely God because they all possess the same essence and the same attributes as the others. So guys, I hope that as you are having conversations with people from different faiths, different beliefs, different denominations, that you will keep these five essential beliefs, essential beliefs, essential beliefs in the forefront of your mind so that you will be able to discern what is truly Christian and what may sound like it's Christian, but really is not, but really is not. That Jesus, all right, you could say it was like he was, because God is all-knowing, he was a, a thought. I love you in Christ. Uh, in the heart of God. Um, he was, a, you know, uh, he was just in God's heart, the lamb, all right? And now we have the comforter, all right? Jesus was functioning as the lamb, the sacrifice, and now you have the Holy Spirit that is coming as the comforter to live in us, which the Bible says, remember, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living in you, but it comes from God the spirit right the verse that we read in the beginning because it's one god and so that's classic modalism but how can you come from god when it's actually you you're sending because right it's uh modalism it's one person uh in in th uh three uh manifestations so it's actually you you're sending it wouldn't really be proper to say you it come from yourself it's actually you so it, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense and it's the spirit who raised Christ, which is actually yourself, you raised up along with the father. And, and also the son is actually credited as. So all these all these distinctions don't make any sense. The error that one is Pentecostals make is they don't they they have more of a view where it's like a um, the manifestation word. Right. Like God has like almost like. Let me address this. Water, Marcus believes water baptism saves. Not true. He believes it's re regenerative. It's it's necessary for salvation. Uh, he sa she says, yes, we can all use grace as we grow. Marcus supports both oneness and Trinitarian. That's what he has been saying. Yes, I know he has been saying that. Now, now he is saying that. He, he used to say, uh, well, if, if Marcus Rogers believes that Trinitarianism is as heretical as he claims it is, I don't know why he wants unity with Trinitarians. But you cannot be a supportive of oneness if you're a Trinitarian. Um, I, I think that shows a fundamental issue. It, it actually doesn't think that the Trinitarian, the, the nature of Godhead is actually as important debate. So, yeah. Personality disorder. 
and uh, he revealed himself to us in different ways. Order which I know one of Pentecostals are going to get that, on there and be like, that's, that's, not, what they do that's not what we believe, but yes, it is, yes, it which, is. what they yes, believe. Brother Marcus idea that Jesus' thought is his own thought process, not a statement in stone. He is trying to process it. It doesn't sound like he's trying to process it. It sounds like, no, he's saying this is what it is. Lori, don't make excuses for Marcus. <laughs> that is a denial of the truth. Put it like this. If he's still processing it and it's not very accurate, then he shouldn't be processing it out loud. When there's doctrines I'm struggling with, I don't go to Facebook to process my struggle with a concept. That's something eternal that's worked out. That's something behind closed doors that's worked out. You don't work out your theology online. So I I do not I don't uh I I, I don't take that as I don't take that excuse that he's just working out or processing his theology. Well, the well the process at where he's at right now is heretical. I'll say that. <laughs> it's again, I don't I don't like throwing the word heresy out, heretic, false teacher, any of that kind of stuff. I don't I don't like projecting that. I think it sounds like maybe you're working through some of this stuff. Nowhere does it say you gotta believe oneness, you gotta believe uh being a Trinitarian. It doesn't say that nowhere in the Bible. The words are not even in the Bible. But Marcus, Bible is not in the Bible. If you allow that standard, you just refute it yourself. Yes, it, it exactly it is exactly teaching. He's he's there with an iPad with the scripture telling you what he believes, not what he's processing. Exactly. Paul waited after being trained by Christ for going public. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Matter of fact, you should not be teaching doctrine and theology, um, you know, until you're grounded and rooted in it. I don't teach my processes. I teach what I believe and what I can prove biblically. I mean, I, I... It's pride will make you think. You got to pick one of these. And if you don't pick the right one in my eyes, you're going to hell. Guess what? It's going to be a lot of people in heaven and y'all going to be surprised. We got to come together. We're judging each other by affiliation. See, this is what a lot of false teachers will do as well. They'll minimize important doctrines like the Trinity, salvation by faith alone, um, Jesus deity. They'll, they'll minimize those doctrines. Right. We guys, we don't need to fight over this little stuff. <laughs> we, we, we don't need to fight over these little stuff. We just what we need is unity. Unity in what? The truth. See, for a lot of people, it, there's just this uh, nebulous spectrum of unity. It's not defined by doctrine. It's not defined by what we believe. It's just. We don't need to be arguing about this stuff. That's what they mean by unity. You know, um, but if, if when you bring up the biblical definition of unity, it's it's always rooted in truth and love. And guess what? Love is defined by truth, truth by love. They, 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 they go together. And so when you say things like unity. Well, as a Christian. Unity is defined biblically in the truth. And so when you deny the deity of Christ, 
guess what? We cannot be unified. Matter of fact, the Bible calls those who deny these fundamental teachings as those who who cause the vision. Let me bring that up. Let me bring that up because, right, I, I don't want to just be one that's saying stuff and not proving it. Mark 6, Rome, sorry, Romans 16, 17. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause the visions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine you have been taught. Avoid them. No, we should just have unity. Avoid them. We'll just love everybody. Avoid them. Mark them. Guess what? Like a house. Like the Jehovah's Witness, like a Mormon, when you when you refute their doctrine, your house is marked. They're not coming back. You got to mark them. We expose evil, not cuddle with it. Not, you know what, man? Marcus, man, you know, the temptation is there. First, you know, content creators, I get the temptation. But we have to ask ourselves, whom do we serve? God. Or the YouTube subscribers. <laughs> or the YouTube views. Let me respond to this again. Okay, I think a lot gets lost in the lack of being able to communicate fully. Which I understand. And now I'm, I will be willing to accept that. But, see, Brother Mark's ministry is so strong because the ministry shows the process. Lori, I don't think it shows the process. He's let's let's give a rundown he said false prophecies biblically speaking you're in the category of false prophet when you lie about things god has said there alone should be where any christian should be like yeah i can't i can't really rock with you no more guess what i love there's many biblical authors writers you know <laughs> great point Best making a great point. So I get. So I suppose we can avoid Marcus Rogers and mark him out until he's done processing. How about that? Maybe Lori will accept that. I think that's a great point. How about until he let us know when he's done processing his heresy, and he moves to orthodoxy, and then we'll unmark him. We'll accept him as a brother. We'll love him. Right. We'll 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 we'll, we'll continue to pray for him. Will accept his repentance. But until he's done processing this heresy, he's not one of us. How about that? Judging each other by this person is connected with this person and this person teaches this. And that literally all the critique on Francis Chan is this right now. And, it, and it's a bummer, man, for someone like me who genuinely desires unity, unity. I have brothers that are Pentecostal. I have brothers that are Calvinist. I got brothers that are continuationists. I got brothers that are cessationists. I'm really just genuinely looking for that unity and that fellowship. You know, unity and that fellowship. You know why? Because I'm a theological mutt. I've been all over the place. I've gone through it all. I'm telling you, the remnant is going to be the people that are coming together. They're having the fruits of the spirit and the ability to come together. And they say, let's push Jesus. Hey, I what Jesus what Jesus? The Jesus who is God, second person of the Trinity. You don't you don't affirm that. So fundamentally, we're going to teach, preach uh, two, di two different Jesus. How can we have unity? How can two walk together unless they're in agreement? But unity, this nebulous unity.
and and and, and here Ruslan here. Hey, I love Marcus Rogers. The, that brother's anointed. You have some explaining to do, homie. You gon' have some explaining to do, and we listening. You see why I'm frustrated? Because you you got a lot of these guys that that want the unity with people like Marcus Rogers, who denies the doctrines they claim to believe in. Hey, you you guys heard it. You you guys heard it. That brother's anointed. I want the unity. <laughs> Ecumenical. That's right. Ecumenism. That's the $5 word, folks. Yo, and yeah, shout out to Dre Day for Christ. He put these videos together, man. He put these videos together. Shout out to Dre Day for Christ. If you're not following him, do yourself a favor. Do it. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> what 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 do you say, you know? We're not done. One more video. Because there are a lot of people who 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 self-proclaimed self-proclaimed Christian apologists who do not know theology, who should not be debating, who should who should not be out there defending the faith. You know why? Cuz they're not familiar with things like modalism. They, they 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 cannot defend the trinity. All these things. You know. But there are many people who want to take on the name apologists. And they don't have a general framework of scripture or or theology. And it, and I'm not claiming to be the expert. That That's not the point. You know, but when it comes to modalism, could I go toe-to-toe with Marcus Rogers? I believe so. Seiko Woods calling me. <laughs> I'll call him back. But let, 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 let's go through one more clip, guys, and we'll we'll wrap it up. And, it, and if you guys have questions, uh, I'll, I'll take some questions at the end. Well, we were told you believe this, or we were told you believe that. Most of these guys who make these videos about me, they don't know what I believe. They don't know what they believe. I do. They don't know what's in the Bible. That's why when you bring up certain verses, like um, the one about the body being prepared. I remember the first time I brought it up. Matter of fact, I was with, I'm not going to say who, because that's just going to create controversy. But I was on a video. I brought that verse up. They didn't even know it was in the Bible. Because the Bible literally says, a body was prepared, right? The body was prepared. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in it. So the spirit of God was put in Jesus Christ, wrapped up in the flesh, right? Okay. Are we on the same page with that? Uh, I, uh, the body, okay. I know the foundation, I mean, the scripture of the foundation, or he was slain before the foundations of the earth. I understand Ephesians that. 1, 3. Right. There's a, there's a verse that says there was a body that was prepared. Like God made that, that body and put his spirit inside the body. Uh, do you know that verse, Alan? I don't know that verse. Hebrews, I think well, it says. Well, uh, none of them knew the verse. But let's. if you're going to be dealing with modalism, that's a classic modalism text. It's, it's actually not in favor of them once you understand the context and the meaning. But none of them knew it. 
Hebrews. Not not one. Like, I, I, don't get me wrong. There's some scripture. Like, if you were to bring it up, I'd be like, uh, I don't know exactly where that's at. Uh, but on this issue of modalism, I, I, I think you should know where the modalist texts are. You, you should be knowing this. And then how to answer Because no one then knew how to answer it. Once they, okay, let's see. Okay, okay. You, you, you see where it's at. No one, no one knew how to answer it. But listen, ten five, it says, "Wherefore, he, when he cometh into the world, he sat sacrificing, offering that will not, but a body has thou prepared." Uh, that's in uh, Hebrews okay. ten five. <laughs> hey guys, okay. hey, oh, that's let gone, just, yeah. Hey, let me just say this: I got to go. I love you guys, bro. Regardless yeah. of what you feel about me, I will get on every single one of your shows. I'm not going to play the end because I don't want to get copyrighted. But Marcus Rogers was in glee. I defeated you. You guys had no answer to this text because you didn't even know where it was at. They didn't even you know, know where the text was at. That's right. The person of Christ was not created. His body was. Next next verse, please, Marcus Rogers. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I mean, he got he was enthralled with it because they didn't they didn't know where it was at. They didn't know how to answer it. They were oh, hey, have you Alan, have you had uh, hey, have you heard hey Know your Bible, people. And this is a rebuke on me as well. Know your Bible. Uh, be able to fend what you believe. At some ground level, you should be able to defend what you believe. I know everyone's not a scholar. Everyone's not a, uh, you know, everyone is a theologian. Everyone's maybe not be a scholar. Uh, you know, everyone's not a pastor. I get it. But we should know what we believe. You know, we should be reading the Bible, being familiar with texts that are maybe unfamiliar. Guess what? We need to read more than John 3.16. Great to see you here, Denise. We need to read more than uh, Philippians 4.13. We, we need to know more than, you know, the, the uh, you know, just the text we have posted on our refrigerator. That's what I'm saying. We need to know more than that. We, study. Read. Get commentaries. Read books about verses. Read. You know, I mean, th this is just my practical advice. If if anybody has questions, feel free to, uh, um, you know, ask. I'll be here for a little bit longer. Uh, it's been a busy day for me today. Been ripping and running. But uh, I was looking forward to this video. Man, I saw at one point we had 55 people. We got 51 people right now. Let me let me, let me, let me give a shout out to y'all, man. Y'all the real MVP. Y'all the real MVP, man. You know, you know, I just sit back, you know, and think God is good, man. And I, and I just think of this. That boy's good. He's good. He's good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you guys got any questions, man, uh, let me know. Ask. And if not, you know, we'll wrap it up uh, on this Wednesday night. Um, 
yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful you guys watched the watch the show uh, that you continue to support. As, as many of you know, uh, <laughs> as many of you know, I passed 5K, uh, 5,000 subscribers, man. I can remember when I was doing this with only 200 people watching. I never would have thought that there would be 51 people at one point, one time, uh, you know, I never would have thought that 51 people at one point in time would just be watching the video. So thank you. They're asking what, what's his point about Hebrews 10. So what I believe Marcus Rogers is getting at is that God created God, the father, i.e. created the body that, um, he would indwell. And so that that's classic modalism. And so he's trying to say the body he prepared for him. I think he's saying for himself, rather than the body that was prepared for the son, uh, the distinct person of the son. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> Here's my wife here, guys. Chris, so passion, the whole apartment complex hear him in here. <laughs> I'll be get you for that one. Oh, we wrestling after this one, but yeah, appreciate you guys. He doesn't deny the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Come on, Chris. You just did the interview before, guys. See, this is people who do not know what the, the debate is about. He denies the distinct personhood of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So to say he did, ultimately he does in his true intended meaning. Because he says the Father is the Son, the Son is the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit the Son. They're the same person. So I, I would, I would, Lori, I would encourage you to listen closer to what I'm saying. Because my argument this whole time has been he denies the distinct person of the Godhead, i.e. that's what the Trinity is about. He denies that distinction. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Well, I'm glad you, uh came here after the discussion on Hebrew Israelites. I hope that I will be helpful for to you um, in your growth and your theology. So God bless you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's see what we got. Grace and peace, Alejandro. <laughs> yes, and and I and classic modalism, oneness. Jesus was just an idea in the Father's mind. He did not have actual existence pre-incarnation. And this is right. Co-eternal, co-equal, three distinct persons, one God that shares in the divine being. Or three persons that share in the one essence of the divine being. Marcus Rogers denies that. <laughs> That's right. If you deny the Son, you deny the Father. They're not the same person. It's not if you deny the father, you deny the father. Uh, Chris needs a water bottle after this one. <laughs> Throat horse. <laughs> Are books of of each book in the Bible good? Are books of each book good? I don't know what you mean by that. Grace and peace, Eric. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Yes, he denies the Trinity. So, I, you know, th let, let me say this, because I do need to distinguish this. It's one thing for someone 
to uh, struggle with the concept of the Trinity. Like when I was young in the faith, and we've all done this. We've all been ignorant and done this, right? We use the uh, the uh, ice method, you know, water, steam, <laughs> ice. <laughs> uh, we've all been ignorant. But I was not in my heart intention seeking to deny the Trinity and use a modalism answer. So there's one thing about struggling with the doctrine of the Trinity, as we all have, and we all are doing, right? It, the, the God has is a, is a vast subject. So it's one thing to struggle with that. It's another thing outright to know what the Trinity is and just to deny it. And that's what I'm getting at tonight. That's what I'm getting at. Marcus Rogers knows what the Trinity is. He denies it. He, he, he denies it, right? That's, that's, uh, that's modalism. <laughs> that's exactly right. He is a brother in Christ, not a false teacher. Just listen to videos he posts. He reads right from the Bible. So did Joseph Mormon, Joseph Smith. That's right. The egg analogy, the yolk, the shell, the, <laughs> yeah, we, we all were ignorant, but the Lord was growing us, right? Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. Reading from the Bible does not make you not a false teacher. Because that's the case. There would be no false teachers except other outside religions, just those who reject the faith. So, yeah. Let's see some, uh, or, you know, gas. You know, you know there's all sorts of uh, biblical analogies we've used to uh, display the Trinity. Uh <laughs> I see a comment that's funny, but I'm not even going to address it. Yeah, man, Jesus is God. Uh, a book recommendation. Let me recommend a book for you guys. Hold on. Uh, I actually don't know if I have it. I guess I don't have it down here in my my uh closet library this is my closet library <laughs> uh i know i recommended this last time this will um father husband <laughs> yeah father husband you know co-worker you know so yeah there are all sorts of unbiblical titles this is a good one because it goes through some christological heresies and so yeah um because next time you'll come to support your claim. All right, great. I'm glad. Uh, Lori, I'm glad you're here, even though I was disagreeing. I'm glad you're still here. But this goes through some of the Christological heresies as well. It goes through other heresies, but it goes through, uh, uh, you know, a lot of Christological heresies as well. But oh, I mean, yeah, ultimately, I agree, my brother. <laughs> I got 66 books for you to check out if you want to know what the Trinity is. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, our source starts with Scripture. But, you know, there's some things that, you know, I, I know my brother Landon would uh, agree with me <clears throat> that also, you know, there are other books who that help us in understanding the Bible. So, yeah. Um, and there there and there are gifted men that the Lord uses <laughs> to shape and help mold our understanding of the doctrine of the Trinity. Uh, I thought I had the forgotten Trinity by Dr. James White. Um, but. I don't think I have it down here. So that would be a book I recommend. Uh, heresies is good because it goes through a lot of Christological heresies and that will help you out. But yeah, I mean, 
ultimately scripture will 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 break break one out of modalism <laughs> i mean uh, once i understood the doctrine of the trinity i was like i don't think these analogies are helpful huh <laughs> here let me uh <clears throat> let me take a drink of water for for my wife man i i've i've i really i really struggle when it gets cold to drink water a lot like so today was kind of chilly here chilly day in texas but I'll feel it like in my calves. I'll be like tightening up. I'm like, yeah, let me go and get a get a bottle of water. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I'm thankful uh, that you all watched. I think we peaked up at 60 at one point. Hope this channel is a blessing to you. I got some duties to do. Uh, so yeah, man, hope you guys will continue to enjoy the channel. Stay watching. Stay subscribed. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. Click the notification bell so you can see when stuff, when new content drops. Make sure you hit that like button right now, guys. You know how we do it here at All Things Theology. I'm your boy K-Dub. Until the next time, grace and peace.